society has uh, made it like if you are only considered successful, if you have a job and you have money in the bank and you have, a, you know, a big car and a big house and vacations. But not everybody needs to subscribe to that model. Not everybody needs to work that way. Some people are happy just being beach bums. And as long as, you know, there is a roof over your head and clothes on your back and food to eat, what difference does it make? Everybody has different triggers. Everybody's definition of success is different. And that definition of success changes as you change and as your environment changes and your situation changes and as you grow older and you realize some of the things. Sometimes you have responsibilities and you just got to take care of them and maybe then after that's over, you're free to do whatever. But everybody's timeline is different. Welcome to Gladiatrix. I am woman and hear me roar. I'm your host, Malini Sarma. Every week, I will be speaking with women from all over the world who will be sharing their journeys, their stories about overcoming their fears and achieving great things that they thought they never could. So if you don't want to miss a story, make sure you subscribe. Thank you, thank you, thank you to the amazing, beautiful, badass women who have been guests on this show. I had a mission to travel to every country in the world. But since that didn't work out, my new mission is to speak to at least one woman from every country in the world. There are 193 countries, and I still have at least 180 to go. So, if you know of somebody who has an amazing story to tell, let me know. I'm all years. You can reach me on Instagram at Malani Sarma, on my website, malanisarma.com, or on Facebook at Malani Sarma, M-A-L-I-N-I-S-A-R-M-A. Hello, this is your host, Malani Sarma. Something interesting happened the last few days that prompted me to talk about mental health. I figured it was time to talk about this and normalize discussion because it's starting to happen more often everywhere around us. So some of the things that happened is one, I got to see up close what it looks like when somebody goes through an anxiety or a panic attack. Two, one of my clients was talking to me about being surrounded in a toxic environment, but yet the fear of leaving because they needed to make sure that they can still have a sustainable income at the cost of mental health. And three, a friend of a friend committed suicide and the shock to everybody around because they didn't they didn't even expect this because she seemed so happy and she was so successful. As I start to listen and hear and watch and see the things around me, it makes me wonder, why is this happening? What can I do and what can you do uh, to see or understand and make it better? And how do we, how do we protect or how do we help ourselves so that we can make this a 
better place. So when you look at it from a scientific point of view, the brain is designed to keep you safe. But when you have been through a traumatic situation, the images in your head don't go away that easy. It takes time before those images are traumatic images. You can get through that. It takes time. The body takes uh, time for it to heal. You have to, uh, that is why people go in the olden days, they used to go to sanatoriums where it was a peaceful place where you can listen to the ocean and you can uh, relax and you don't have to think about anything and as the daily uh, living doesn't come in the way of your healing because every time you are in a, a toxic environment or you are in a traumatic situation it takes time for the body and the mind and the soul to heal that's why people go va- on vacation or they go away into the mountains or they go hang out at the beach and just listen to the waves the body needs that time to heal But in this day and age of constant movement and instant gratification where everything needs to happen today or you're already late in all the gadgets and all the technology, you are bombarded with constant requests of what you need to do and how fast can you do it. And the person who does it the fastest and has the most money wins, but not realizing that what a toll it takes on a person's mental health. And so when when you see somebody going through that, it was it was scary because you don't realize that the the body takes so much of time, but you're not given that time to heal. And the environment and the society today doesn't encourage that. You are considered weak or you are considered uh, not strong enough to be with the rest of the people, you know, as a survival of the fittest. But there is, there is a lot of healing that happens in stepping away from the grind. So I, even people who are on social media, sometimes you need to take a social media break because that actually gives your mind a time to heal and then think and be creative and then come back with more ideas. So when you look at it from, like I said, from a scientific point of view, when you look at it, it's a, the brain is designed to keep you safe. And sometimes it plays tricks on you because it's like, no, 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 you haven't done this. You need to go back and do this again. Or uh, you haven't done enough. Or what about, you know, that person has done it. So why aren't you doing it? But a lot of that also has to do with your environment and the training and the way you've been brought up and what the messages that you're constantly listening. And as a result of which you constantly put so much of pressure on yourself that at sometimes you're like, I need a break from myself. That's what happens. The other thing is when you are surrounded in by toxic people or you're in an environment that is very toxic, it is very difficult to get out of it unless you make a pointed effort to get out. It's only when you get out of it do you realize how toxic it was. Because when you are in a uh, a situation like that, you're in a flight or fight mode and, or shutdown mode as a result of which you're, you're shallow breathing, you're always on the alert, you're tense, uh, you cannot relax as, and then you wonder why you get migraines and your back hurts and you can't eat and you've lost weight and, you know, 
all of that because it doesn't go away. You, you think that, oh, when I go home, I can just, um, you know, I'll be fine. But then, you know, six or eight hours later, you're back to the same environment. It doesn't go away. You don't even have time to recover from that before you have to come back again and deal with all that stuff again. If you are not surrounded by somebody who can support you or sees you for who you're worth or what you're worth, doesn't recognize the the signs of anxiety, you are constantly pushing yourself and putting your body into a situation where you have to survive. And it's only a matter of time before you break down and you wonder why that happens. When you look around and you see people and you, what you see on social media, and they're all smiling, and they're taking pictures, and they're all in beautiful places, and they're looking good. And, you know, filters can make a lot of difference. So you don't really know what's going on in a person's mind. Society has uh, made it like if you are only considered successful, if you have a job, and you have money in the bank, and you have, a, you know, a big car and a big house and vacations. But not everybody needs to subscribe to that model. Not everybody needs to work that way. Some people are happy just being beach bums. And as long as, you know, there is a roof over your head and clothes on your back and food to eat, what difference does it make? Everybody has different triggers. Everybody's definition of success is different. And that definition of success changes as you change and as your environment changes and your situation changes. And as you grow older and you realize some of the things, sometimes you have responsibilities and you just got to take care of them. And maybe then after that's over, you're free to do whatever. But everybody's timeline is different. Everybody matures at different ages and they take care of things different ways. Sometimes it's the spouse that takes care. Sometimes it's the children that do that. Sometimes it's a sibling and sometimes it's just a friend. You don't know. Everybody's situation is different. But looking at somebody's face or looking at their Instagram profile or their Facebook profile or checking or on their social media profile, you don't know what's going on behind the, in their head. And the more and more you see around you, it's, it, it's more and more prevalent. National Coming Out Day was uh, just a few days ago and... And I think about even 10, 15 years ago, there was no such thing. It was so much of stigma and there was so much of hatred and there was so much of homophobic. Uh, when the movie came out, uh, when the movie came out, uh, Philadelphia, talk, you know, talking about um, HIV and then it, it was a, it was literally an epidemic at that, at the time. Nobody knew what was, it was all about and people were being isolated and treated differently and, it took so much before people were accepting of that. And probably, there's still a lot of people who are probably not accepting of that. But everybody is entitled to be happy. Everybody's entitled to follow their destiny, whatever that may be. And it may not be the same as what you have. Whether a person is, you know, wants to be a man or woman or neither, it's their choice. It is what they have to go through. And you don't have to stand in judgment. It is nothing to do with you. So when when I hear about tragedies, about people, you know, dying because for whatever reason, maybe they had, maybe it was depression, maybe it was, maybe it was something that they were going through. Nobody knows. We as humans are very good at hiding 
thing is because we want people to love us and like us the, the way we are. And so if we think that maybe if I grow my hair or if I lose weight or if I put on makeup or if I have this job or if I have this company, maybe then people will like me. But you don't have to do things for somebody else. You have to do what makes you happy. And you will notice that once you start being happy, it shows in the way you carry yourself. It shows in the way you talk. It shows in your emotions. It shows on your face. It shows in your health. It shows how you meet people. It shows how you do things. How you do one thing is how you do everything. And that's how people will know. And that will, and that's what they'll say, what has she had for breakfast? And why? She, how come she's so cheerful? I want to be like that. Being sad and unhappy is very hard. It's very um, heavy and it's hard to be that way all the time. Some people are just naturally cheerful. I know I'm one of them and sometimes it irritates the heck out of everybody, but it's exhausting being sad all the time. And sometimes you have to move to a different place or be under the sun and, you know, to help your mood. Or maybe you have to go to a therapist and that's perfectly okay. So it's... It is not for you to judge anybody else. Let people live their lives that the way they need to. But if they call you and they need uh, for help or they ask you to just to talk to them, don't be mad about it. Give them the time. Because when you think about the last year, actually two years since we've been, everybody's been cooped up in their homes. People have been isolated from their families. You have been... Uh, some people have lost loved ones because of COVID. It has taken a mental toll on people who are normally strong are having it hard. So you, can you imagine what must be going through people who are already going through things? So it is a very, very tough situation right now. And mental health is a crisis. It is, it, we are in crisis mode. This is not the norm. Little kids are wearing masks and going to school and have to worry about washing their hands and, uh, you know, making sure they're not too close to everybody. Humans are designed for touch and for hugs and, and we are forced to keep away from all of that. And it does affect your interpersonal relationships. It affects how you uh, see the world. It affects how you behave. It affects how you do your work. So being in a situation like that, give yourself some grace. Be kind. Be respectful of others. You don't know what they're going through. The, let me tell you, the, the system, the health system, the healthcare system is definitely not designed to talk about mental health. They, even though we have companies that say, oh yeah, you know what, we care about your mental health, but there is a stigma attached thinking that, oh, if you're not strong enough, maybe you can't deal with this and, you know, maybe you're not capable and maybe you shouldn't get that job or maybe we can't give you this promotion because you can't handle it. But everybody has stuff going on in their lives. You don't know if they have a sick child or they have a sick parent or they're struggling to pay the bills or they're, you know, having issues at home. You don't know that. You don't know anything about anybody. And so treat everybody with a little respect, with a little grace, with a little patience. Be nice. Smile. Give them a hug if you can. So the, why, why do I bring this up? And why is this such an important topic for me? And one of the reasons is, is I'm a firm believer in naturopathy. 
And the reason I believe in alternative medicine and alternative methods of healing is because me as a person, I can't, uh, I can't take any medication. I'm allergic. So if, if somebody is to give me something, it would, I have to be literally like dying. So I'm always on the lookout for ways on how to be well. And prevention is always better than a cure. You can't stop things from happening. I mean, you know, I could, you can't stop the pandemic. Well, you could, but you know, there's some things that you can't stop. It's like the flu and the cold. If you have autoimmune diseases, but when you go back and think about, you go back to the root cause of all of these. It goes back to your environment. It goes back to what you eat, what you put inside your body, your surroundings around you, the kind of in environment that you're in, what you listen to, how you speak, the people that you surround yourself with, the energies that are around you. That makes a huge difference. It really does. Not everybody is a big fan of yoga and meditation, but let me tell you, it does make a difference. Now you have apps that tell you how to calm down. You have uh, meditation that people have podcasts about where they tell you how you can calm yourself down, about breathing. And you have people from in every walk of life and every part of the world teaching on how to breathe and how to um, you know, focus and how to concentrate. That all, all of that has an impact on how your mental health is. So I'm always on the lookout for things um, that will help somebody. I'm always on the lookout for uh, ways that, simple ways that can help you. So just make yourself, make sure that you surround yourself with people who have good energies. There, you will notice that when you walk into a room and there's some people that you're like, I'm getting a headache. I don't like the vibe I have here. I just need to leave. Pay attention to that because that tells you that the energies that you're surrounded with does not jive with you. Why do you want to continuously put yourself in a situation where you are not happy? Now, when people talk about, oh, uh, you know, you can't be so selfish Yes, you can. It's like when the airplane, when the, you know, they always say on the airplane, when the pressure drops and the uh, masks fall, make sure you put the mask on yourself first before you help a child because you're no use if you can't help somebody else. So make sure you're okay first before you can help anybody else. The same goes with mental health. You need to make sure that you are okay before you can help somebody else. If you are not in a state where you can help somebody, how can you help someone else? If you've been through something, you know what it feels like. So be a little generous, be a little understanding. I'm always on the lookout for ways that other people can, or I can help other people, whether it is breathing. Number one, breathing. When you have shallow breaths, you know that you cannot focus and concentrate. So stop, walk away and take a deep breath. And that will calm you automatically. The moment you're calm, then you can make a decision. When you're in the middle of a panic attack, it's very difficult to focus because you are in the, it's, it's like a downward spiral and you can't, you can't do anything about it. But if you know what your triggers are, then you can prevent that from happening. When you are in a toxic environment, you, you are aware, the moment you know, the moment you are aware that you are in a toxic space, you can start looking for ways to make it better. What do I need to do to make it better? And sometimes maybe you have to leave. Maybe you don't have a choice. Sometimes you have to stay and maybe you, you don't have a choice. So 
but that doesn't mean that you have to stay in it forever. There are there are lots of ways that you can make things better for you, but sometimes you have to, it's a diff, very difficult choice. So surround yourself with a support group. Maybe if you have a friend or a family member or a coworker or somebody you could just call, pick up the phone and call. I mean, the, the medical system in this country doesn't make it easy at all. But there are other ways. There are private companies that will help you. You know, you could just call somebody and talk to somebody if you feel that you're having a hard time. You could write it in a journal. There are lots of apps that help out. Nowadays, we can even see that they have um, they have groups based on your ethnicity, ethnicity because they know how each ethnic group probably reacts differently because their traumas are different. So this is a, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, that's out there. There's a lot of stuff that all of you are going through, but just just know that there is always some way, somewhere that somebody is out there to help you. So don't hesitate to pick up the phone and call someone, call a friend, write it in a journal, post it on Facebook if you have to, um, r- reach out, get some help. It's okay. It is perfectly okay not to feel normal and it's perfectly okay to say it out loud a lot of people have a hard time saying i'm ha- i'm having a bad day it's okay to say that sometimes all you need is just a hug i hope this resonated with somebody i hope somebody needed to hear this because i know i needed to say this because it was bothering me for the longest time and i look around and i see young children, you know, going through hard times because of the way the environment is right now. It breaks my heart because as a teacher, as a mom, as a coach, I see, you know, I I talk to people, I see people and I feel it's heartbreaking to see what they're going through. But at the same time, if I can do one thing, if anything that I say is going to help somebody, I am truly, truly grateful. So I hope somebody needs to hear this and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe. And if you love the show, please leave a review. Just remember, you could be one story away from being inspired.